everybody welcome back to intern happy hours this is the third episode in our series and today this is me dialing in from university of nebraska medical center my name is isha snehal i'm pgy1 neurology this is lanson colasso and i'm tuning in from mangalore hi this is dr rakshi dais and i'm a pgy2 resident in department of general medicine mangalore so we all wonder what stroke is and how we get really tense when it comes to exams um and as i remember whenever i used to get uh, a case of stroke uh, any cns case uh, during my final exams i used to always freak out um if you are like me and you have many doubts on this topic uh, we are here to clear all of these doubts uh, so here is dr isha snehal a resident uh, budding resident in the department of neurology to help us all out so when you are an intern it's very um, it's peculiar that uh, you'll get somebody you'll get a patient in your emergency who has sudden weakness or numbness or tingling or difficulty speaking suddenly and you will wonder what this is right so the first thing that you should come to your mind is stroke that this could be a possible stroke and then start evaluating them keeping that in mind uh, because stroke is like one of the most common diseases in india and a lot of people it's one of the top causes for uh, death and disability so always keep that in mind what do you do first when you think that this is a stroke uh, do you guys have any pointers i've always heard of this uh, mnemonic called fast do you know what it is the uh, cincinnati hospital uh, stroke scale so those are the three points that they give on the acls manual uh, which is uh, one is facial oh. drooping uh, the other is arm drip the other is speech defect oh, so if you yes. have if you have a yeah. uh, patient with one of these uh, findings uh, they have 72 probability of uh, ischemic stroke if uh, stroke. all three findings Achha. are present yeah. then the probability of an acute stroke is more than 85%. Uh but the very first thing would still be like just checking the vitals and stuff and like taking care of uh the airway breathing circulation before anything else. Um okay. and then moving forward but but yes like when somebody comes in and has these symptoms you should be like you should, your ears should stand up and you should be alert. So well that fast signs are actually just to spot stroke and stroke, it is something yeah. that you use as a first aid training tool to train the lay people actually yes so you have a lot of these posters in public areas so it's mostly for the lay people to identify stroke like akshay said face drooping arm weakness speech arm difficulty weakness. and it's time to call for emergency so fast that's the mnemonic but then for us doctors i think we identify stroke without this and maybe as you said abc is what we actually have to do so that's like the first then you moving forward you have to check the time when it started a lot of people come in with uh, you know they they were sleeping yesterday night and today they woke up with some sort of weakness on one side and that would be uh, uh, you need to understand what was the time of onset because if it's within the period of 4.5 hours then you can all you should give iv aldeptase which is like the benchmark therapy for ischemic strokes and um, hence it's extremely important to understand the time of onset and then the course of the disease again 
like there are so, some strokes you have you have to see if it's an ICH that is like intracranial hemorrhage because that will not quickly improve it continues in its baseline and progresses gradually if it's a thrombosis related uh, stroke then it will fluctuate there'll be a stepwise pattern in deterioration and with some periods of improvement if it's embolic then it will be sudden and it will indicate a focal loss of some brain function if it's an aneurysm subarachnoid hemorrhage then the onset will be instant and there will be there be no focal dysfunction there so these things are kind of important to see and you should definitely differentiate it with other things because a lot of other things like hypoglycemia uh, unemic encephalopathy or conversion syndrome which is a psychiatric problem or seizures and post ictal weakness would be also presenting like strokes so and- another important so basically it's another important thing in history taking is to ask the bystanders at the time of symptom onset what exactly happened because the person might not be able might not be the best person to the the patient but might not be the best person to give the history okay so i have another question here what exactly is transient ischemic attack well transient ischemic attacks would be like a brief period of ischemia and it's usually less than lasts usually less than 24 hours so my mm-hmm. question is you said that a transient ischemic attack is basically a stroke but it lasts less than 24 hours so if it lasts greater than 24 hours it's a stroke and you earlier you said that if a stroke the onset of stroke was within 4 and a half hours you start with all to place because that's the standard of care am i right that's right okay so do you treat transient ischemic attack with all to place as well so first thing would be to actually do imaging also these questions are important like you know some self limited attacks like that lead to transient ischemic attacks would be like due to seizures migraine auras syncopies other causes would be like peripheral vestibulopathies pressure related or position related nerve root compressions you know metabolic problems that can lead to so you have to that's why rapid history taking and physical exam is extremely important here that okay. will actually determine uh, the difference so uh and then moving forward you should get a ct mri and get blood glucose levels and then moving forward you know treat it like ischemic stroke versus a tia if it's a tia due to some something underlying then treat the underlying cause and just uh, you just observe so, but how do you how do you differentiate whether it was a tia or a stroke because if you want to be certain with the diagnosis that it's a tia then you have to wait for it to resolve you got to wait for 24 hours no you don't hours. wait yeah and no you if if you so these things like you you'll do these tests like cbc uh if you do the blood glucose you'll do the ct mri and you'll understand like if it's an ischemic stroke right from imaging itself you'll understand it's a it's an ischemic stroke that needs um like intervention so you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have to then um if it's a transient thing then because of something else then you will not go forward and treat it okay okay so isha have a doubt uh how do we differentiate tia from stroke so and does the management differ uh well so tias would be those strokes that last for less than 24 hours they would be mini strokes rather we have this nihs scale which is like an 11 pointer scale 
and talks about categorizes uh, strokes in mild moderate and severe we ask questions related to level of consciousness commands gaze visual defects facial palsy motor arm and leg weakness then limb ataxia sensory problems language dysarthria and then we kind of see if it needs immediate management or we're leaning more towards a TIA and TIA would look like minor occlusions of minor vessels like microscopic size arteries and arterioles there would be an occlusive lesion or vein embolism due to coming from the heart out or proximal artery vessel it's like a on so the most important factor here would be like a CT MRI finding uh and history and physical exam there would be some tia mimics like seizures migraine aura syncopes they look like a tia and they are not a tia so mostly like for tias we usually observe them in the hospital and not immediately start treatment if if it is a tia than a major stroke so right? i mean whenever we have a patient with a affecting a tia is unable to hold a glass of water is having Uh, is unable to move his upper limb but then it spontaneously results in the emergency department that's the time you can suspect a tia and then after that once you characterize it as a tia you can use a scoring system uh, which you can find online called abcd to score where the, the parameters are age more than 60 blood pressure of more than 140 clinical features of tia duration of the symptoms and history of diabetes so using all these you get a scoring system so uh, using the scoring system you can tell that is a is a moderate risk tia then you can evaluate the person and get a carotid artery doppler uh, you can look for any stenosis or occlusion in the carotid arteries or uh, you can get a 2d echo to see for any clot in the heart that's throwing up emboli which can lead to this tia so these are one of the things that you can do when a patient has um, when you suspect a patient to have a tia Okay. And then like we were talking about these uh, mimics and you know how once once it's understood that okay this is like a stroke going on and we know that if it was under 4.5 hours time cap then we need to also understand if he has any other contraindications to the therapy right We will be discussing this on our next episode which will be on the management of stroke. Mm-hmm.